listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Surprise, it's Dave, and we're going to get him enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school and give him an opportunity at uh, a fabulous prize. Yeah, this will be a, a DVD, Blu-ray, and digital copy of The Crudes, which is now available at Walmart. Well, that's cool. So here we Hopefully go. I could do it. So we spent a lot of time talking about uh, car wrecks yesterday because of Tiger Woods, because he just had that big car wreck. What is his real first name, Tiger Woods? Is it Earl? Is it Eldrick or is it Moisha? Uh, let's go with Eldrick. Eldrick is correct. Nice job. Tiger Woods did go to college, where I'm guessing he was probably the best on the college team. My guess is. Yeah. Where Where did he go? Was it USC, Stanford, or Faber College? Uh, let's go with uh, USC. It is Stamford, yeah. actually. Yeah, what I understand is that he wanted to go to Faber, but the Greek system had been eliminated by Dean Wormer. Yes, yeah. and his position at USC was taken by the daughter of... Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Yeah. Yeah, Lori right. Laughlin. Lori Laughlin, yeah. <laughs> he only had one, the last scholarship yep. went to her. Yep, yep. Um, and here's your last question. Tiger Woods is the only man to have done this. Is it win the Masters five times in a row... Is it dump an ice-cold Arnold Palmer on Arnold Palmer? Or is it win the U.S. Amateur Championship three years in a row? Uh, let's go with the amateur. That is correct. I didn't even check to see if anybody's won the Masters five times in a row. I'm just guessing nobody has. I don't, I don't think he did. What if he had? <laughs> what if he had dumped an ice-cold yeah. Arnold Palmer on Arnold Palmer? See, there are so many things about Tiger Woods we have yet to learn. <laughs> You are a winner, sir. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. And you guys keep up the good work. We will. Hang on a minute. You know, in the period 1997 to 19, uh, to 2005, Tiger Woods won the Masters three, four out of those eight years. So half, half of the, not, not yeah. five in a no, row. No. And I don't yeah. think anybody else has done that either. But, you know. Nick Faldo won it back-to-back a couple times. Uh, won it back-to-back once. Nick Faldo. Harrison Ford lookalike Nick Faldo. Harley Race lookalike Nick Faldo. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that anybody else has ever won it back-to-back. I mean, it's it's Nick Faldo has won it twice back-to-back. I mean, excuse me, won it back-to-back. And uh, and no one else has ever won it back-to-back. I think Tiger Woods did it in 2001 and 2002 as well. You know what else? That nobody else has ever done. Which is? You know what else? Say Arnold Palmer five times fast. Yeah, it's very difficult to it say. Is. Yeah. In fact, that's uh, that's uh, on the job application to get a job here at the radio station. And nobody but us has been able to do it. <laughs> so there you go. Mark and Neanderthal. Mark and Neanderthal. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. The vaccines are being administered, but we'll keep you updated, keep you amused. It's a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. You mentioned it. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration says Johnson & Johnson's single-dose COVID-19 vaccine has met 
the requirements for emergency use authorization. Woo! So that's good. So now, does that mean that we, that we have Pfizer, Moderna, and now Johnson & Johnson? And there's the other one, AstraZeneca. Yeah, I'm not sure that that one's ready to go yet, but the, the, there's three that there are going to be three that are going to be in the field soon, and then maybe another two more in the not-too-distant future. So we got that going for us. Which is nice. Right. Also, I didn't know if you noticed this, but I, I started investing, investing in stocks, Mark. I didn't know you started investing in stocks. Yes, beef, chicken, vegetable. One day I hope to be a billionaire. Come on, man. <laughs> this is a consumer alert. Okay. Just a heads up, okay? Scammers are out now that the vaccines are available. Um, you may get called by somebody offering like a better place in line, quicker access to vaccines for a charge, of course. Nominal um, fee, sure. You may have somebody just calling you and saying, hey, you know, here's the here's your setup for the vaccine. Here's your fee. That's not the way it works. Those are all scams. Um, another idea here, a lot of people are taking selfies of them with their, you know, their Band-Aid on their shoulder and their vaccine card. When you hold that vaccine card up, be careful. It shows information that can make scammers seem more credible when they get you on the phone. Okay. Keep it in mind. Noted. What do you tell someone who eats Tide Pods and puts Gorilla Glue in their hair? Uh, I don't know. What do you tell somebody that eats Tide Pods and puts Gorilla Glue in their hair? You tell them to head up into the attic if they'd like some cotton candy. (laughs) World Health Organization has reported a sixth consecutive week of declining global coronavirus cases. That can be nothing but good news. Yeah. You know, Mark? Yes. If if I had a dollar for every girl that found me unattractive, they'd probably find me attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Until then, though, they'd like to be friends, if that's possible. It is possible. Yep. All righty then. Hey, everybody. This is Essie. And it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. On the phone, we've got Chris from Phoenix who is going to play. And, Chris, what we do is we give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it, but we help you with three English choices. Chris from Phoenix, does this sound doable? Can you can you manage this? Oh, yeah, I can manage that. All right, Chris, here comes your Spanish phrase. ¿Por qué los hierros tienen un escenario para la prensa permanente? Did you hear that? Yeah, I got it. All right. Well, I'm going to give it to you again just so that everybody else has an opportunity. ¿Por qué los hierros tienen un escenario para la prensa permanente? All right, Chris, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, why do psychics have to ask you for your name? <laughs> B, I was sad because I had no shoes until I met, met a man who had no feet. So I said, hey, you got any shoes you're not using? Or C, why do irons have a setting for permanent press? <laughs> hmm. That's a tough one, but I believe it's C. It is C. Chris, you are <laughs> nice. brilliant. Nice job, Well Chris. played. You didn't answer the question, but that's okay. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
Yeah. You want to go? You want to talk space for a moment here? Oh shall yeah. We? yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. all about it. Sure. All right. We've been talking about the Mars rover. It's Perseverance is the name of the Mars rover that is up there now. Yeah. Seven month journey to Mars. Now, we were checking with some folks, and we wanted to find out, um, you know, there have been other Mars rovers before, right? Yeah, they yeah. Got up it, to the it, surface. There's like two or three of them, and, and, and we usually lose them in a sand pit. Something like that. Like, yeah. 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 Goes off a curb, you know, yeah, breaks, like that, you know, yeah. breaks a like leg that. or yeah. something like that. Gets, so the, gets the Denver boot. We, <laughs> we asked people a couple of questions, including the main question of what makes the Perseverance Mars rover so noteworthy? Do you know? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Can you spell the word perseverance? No. <laughs> Not offhand, no. I wouldn't even if I persevered. Mm-hmm. Are you able to spell the word perseverance? Uh, P-R-S-E-R. Do you know why this mission is so momentous? What's different about it? Mm, I, I do not. You know the name of the uh, the rover is Perseverance, right? Uh, yeah. Can you spell that? Perseverance? P E R S E R V A N C E. No. You've seen the. Uh, the Mars rover Perseverance? I think it's kick-ass. But what I want to know is, if we can put a rover on Mars, why can't we make a cell phone that'll survive a fall off a kitchen counter? <laughs> can you spell Perseverance? Perseverance? You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was a horrible student. <laughs> so that is a no. Yeah, right I would there. assume so, sure. Uh, Perseverance, by the way, doesn't have that second R. No, it's perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah, yeah so yeah. That, you can you can figure it out from there. But it's not. I always thought it was perseverance. No, it's, it's perseverance. Perseverance. Yep. Yeah. And the thing that makes it notable is that it'll be the first rover to send samples back to Earth. It'll it's going to be, be a first, while. It's. I didn't realize it's. It's going to be like ten years that the thing is up there collecting rocks and samples and so forth, and then it brings them back to Earth. I'm looking forward to like I, I, I'm looking forward to the jaded responses we get like eight months from now when people are like oh look more pictures from Mars because I'm like I don't know that we really appreciate truly appreciate what's going on here it's 34 million miles away like if you've ever driven across that area of of the West Texas uh, New Mexico border it looks just kind of like that the flat part the flat part yeah. there, it looks a lot like that but it's amazing there was a picture they showed a picture of Earth from Mars in line with Venus and Jupiter. Like, that is friggin' outstanding. I don't care about your picture of the Grand Canyon. Do you have a picture from the third rock from the sun, from the fifth rock from the sun? But six months from now, it'll be like, Ed, we've seen your pictures already. Yeah, I know. Get it. You yes. went on vacation. Yes. Exciting to Mars, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. No biggie. So I just thought that was fun. We're jaded. Let's talk about absolutely massive amounts of money, like $1.3 billion. That's with a, with a B, by the way. Yeah. That's how much, who is it? Dominion is the company that made the voting machines. 
you for know, the, the last election. For yeah. the last election. Yeah, they're, they're suing everybody. They're suing everybody. Yeah. And, and they've added the MyPillow guy. Really? The guy, yes. Mike, what's his face? Mike Lindell. Yes. The MyPillow guy. MyPillow guy, who's the, the guy that he, uh, he's a little, little portly fellow. He's he's been you know he continues to to go on about how the machines were defective and they they threw the election and so Dominion is is suing him for I guess I guess that would be slander or libel whichever libel. It was I can't remember I, the print I, or the or the speech but yeah it's speech and I think that but it's also been in print because he's quoted in print yeah, doing it so yeah. both of those things it's like a defamation suit that is uh is I don't know in interference in their ability to do business because it's screwing with their their stock prices and the value and right. potentially future contracts they might do so they're trying to get them to shut up now interestingly the my pillow guy who you see all the time on TV advertising yeah. my pillow yeah and by the way the my pillow very comfortable is it do yeah. you have one I don't have one I know someone that has one all right yeah very comfortable um we have in the Mark and Neanderthal listening audience, we spoke to him about, I don't know, two months ago, a guy who actually went to high school with the My Pillow guy. If you, if you don't remember, he checked in with us. Um, I went to school with him back in Carver, Casca, Minnesota. So here's a question. If you were to run into him today, would he remember you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, you betcha. Oof, da. Oof, da, yeah. Yeah. And if you if you don't think that guy was from Minnesota, you're yeah. crazy. Yeah, that right? is something right but, there. You know, I would ask that same gentleman who went to school with the My Pillow guy, do you think the My Pillow guy is going to lose some sleep over this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's things like this that can cause sleep deprivation. You think the My Pillow guy is concerned that his entire business empire may crumble under the weight of these lawsuits? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so. So you think he'll have trouble sleeping even with access to as many my pillows as he chooses to use? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you know how much money we have coming up in the 30-second uh, song challenge? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's $500, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you going to try and uh, get in on that maybe? Oh, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> and by the way, um, Mike Lindell. His mustache. Is it a little porn stashy? Oh, yeah. Do you think he looks a little bit like Paul Bearer, The Undertaker's former manager? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I do, too. Oh, my pillow! Rest in peace! Oh, yeah. All right, let's do the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. So Eric Brown, one of Chattanooga, Tennessee's finest, answered a call recently. And uh, Officer Brown was like, hey, this is an easy one. Eric was called to the home of a woman who had recently passed away Uh. by one of the woman's adult sons. He was inquiring about a revolver that his mother had owned that he didn't want anymore. Okay, yeah, so he surrendered the gun to the cops. Yep, he was hoping the police would take it and dispose of it. Sure. So... Eric was only too happy to oblige. He told the son that the gun really didn't have any monetary value anymore. Okay. You know, just from his knowledge of firearms and so forth. Yeah, because some pistols are worth a lot of money. Yeah. And so he said, you know, they'd eventually destroy it. You know, the Chattanooga Police Department would eventually destroy the gun. I guess that a service all police departments provide? I would I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it is or isn't, but I, th- I think it's a safe thing to do. I think if you're going to surrender, I think you can surrender any gun at any police department. That much I know. Okay. I think that's they do. They look like the gun buyback sometimes or right. if you find a gun in the trash, you're supposed to call the police and give it to them. Okay. I think it's a service. So Eric collected the gun, um, but as often happens, siblings don't always see things the same way. Imagine that. 
trouble between siblings. Especially after a death in the family. Yes. What are the odds? Oh, that never happens. Well, you know what death does is it brings two things, it makes two things happen. It brings people together and it brings people together to fight. Yes. So the dead woman's other son, when he found out what his brother had done with the gun, was like, what are you doing? I wanted that gun. Oh, boy. So the second brother called the Chattanooga police and explained that the week before his brother had given the gun to Officer Brown. He hoped it hadn't been destroyed yet. And the police told the other brother that as far as they knew, it had not been destroyed. Oh, so it's an evidence. No, in fact, they didn't even have any record of that gun coming through the property division just yet. Uh-oh. So things start to smell a little fishy and lead back to Officer Eric Brown, mm-hmm. who had collected the revolver. He said it was obviously a paperwork screw-up on the part of the property division. They they, they messed it up because he definitely turned it in. Uh, totally turned it in. Yeah, totally. He definitely got, turned it in. My guess is this gun was valuable, like maybe a Colt <laughs> Python or something like that. Uh, well, I mean, let's yeah. just say uh, Eric got caught in a lie. Uh, even though he had told the first brother that the gun had no monetary value, mm-hmm. Eric had actually pawned the gun uh-huh. and then used the money to buy himself another shiny new firearm. Yeah, so he it absolutely was a valuable gun. That is conduct unbecoming a police officer, which is why he has unbecomed a police officer. Oh, no, they fired him for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, Eric you was think that go. taking a firearm and yep. pawning it instead of turning it in, illegal yep. behavior like that, you'd think illegal behavior would allow it to be, yep. remain a cop. No, he is now a former employee of the police department and a new member of the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yeah. It was sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at ridenow.com. Yeah, what a fun show yesterday. If you missed it, we had just so many people calling about And I say fun. I was going to say a, yeah, yeah, relative term, right? I was going to say fun talking about rollover accidents. Yay! It was what interesting. Joy. It was interesting, though. It really was. And, you know, obviously everybody we talked to survived their rollover accident. Or... Did, Did they? they? Um, it was fun, though. We had some really interesting stories and some and some lessons learned, too, on the show about driving safely. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. One of the calls that we got was actually from a, a police officer. And it wasn't a rollover or anything. It was a, really just a fender bender. Right. But um, you never know who you're going to roll up on. This guy, uh, you know, going, going on a call, rolled up on uh, a gentleman who is here every evening from 7 to midnight. That's Alice Cooper. You know, he was fantastic. It wasn't his fault. And another officer showed up, and we're the ones that take the crashes. And another officer handed me his uh, driver's license. And I looked at the picture. I go, what is this guy, trying to be Alice Cooper or something? (laughs) No shit, it is Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Alice, yeah, he was just the most fantastic guy, super friendly. Yeah, it's so weird, though. You, You think about, like, celebrities, and you don't think of them as being real people. Alice Cooper, he gets in, I think he has a pretty kick-ass Mercedes, if I remember, when he pulled it up in front of the radio station. And he's out on the golf course, you know, the minute the sun cracks the horizon. Yeah. He drives a lot. He goes, you know, to places A to B. And, yep. and every once in a while, as is sometimes the case, he'll get an accident. And and we were talking about that because, you know, we were talking about how weird it would have been for that police officer to show up with the Tiger Woods situation from the other day and be like, oh, my God, that. This car's this vehicle's rolled over. It's Tiger Woods behind this crushed windshield. So mm-hmm. that's really strange stuff. But nice, Al. You know, and we hear that all the time about Alice Cooper. Like, uh, well, we know it because we, we. I mean, we see him. and yeah. he comes in and he 
He's always cool. And we, we had a listener years ago, um, had a broken leg and was on crutches. The airline lost his crutches oh. as he was going from one you know one city to another. So he gets back to Sky Harbor. Alice is known for having extra crutches, by the way, if you haven't <laughs> noticed on stage. <laughs> so he gets back to Sky Harbor and they take him to the the uh, lost luggage area. You know, they got to wheel him in there. Sure. And, uh, and there's somebody else in there. They take me down to the baggage claim area. And who's in there? Alice Cooper. They lost his luggage. <laughs> so in hindsight, it was pretty cool because I got Alice to sign my cast. Alice signed his cast. And when uh, when he took the cast off, he had them use the saw to cut around the autograph so he could save that part of the plaster. Oh, sure. So that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, absolutely. So 7 to midnight, you always hear Alice Cooper at KSLX. It's all right now for Springsteen. He, uh, Bruce Springsteen got his whole thing settled, the DUI charge from back in October or November or whatever, reckless driving. He uh, wasn't he wasn't DUI. I mean, they, he blew a .02, and that wasn't enough to convict him. And so the prosecutors understood this. And we we said this when it happened. We were like, hey, all he did was drink in public. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's still a, it's still a misdemeanor of some sort. But. It was drinking in a federal park. Okay. That was the charge. And it was $500 fine. And so uh, you could say he got it, got it reduced to just drinking in the park. Oh, boy, right? that just happened. Yeah, um, you know, the so that's what happened. What we did uh, when this happened originally was we we tried to pay a musical tribute to the boss, and now because a sequel is necessary, we decided to release part two of our two-part concept album. That's right. All and, right. Uh, you know, they did drop the main charges. It's just reduced down to this this little one. Right? All right, so that means that, uh, well, Bruce is, is free. That's right. Thanks to my lawyer, they reduced the main charge. So now I'm in the clear and I'm living pretty large. I'm so glad I settled this quagmire. I am not a DUI. So as they only blew a point oh two, look at my middle finger, you know what to do. That cop's a liar. I think there's an even higher one we could get, right? Yep. I think I hurt myself on that one. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I literally did hurt myself. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's that time again for the Big Three at 9. We'll give you the best audio clips of the day. And want to start in the sky? Want to do that one? You know, I heard this story and I was, I was, I, I'm one of those guys that believes in this stuff. So I love living here in the Valley and hearing stories of legendary stories of the Phoenix Lights and stuff. But yep. this happened yesterday um, and nobody's denying that it happened, which is kind of neat. It's weird. It's a, it was a flight that was coming, I think, from Cincinnati to Sky Harbor. Right. where it was landing. And as it was flying... The pilot checked with, I don't know, the flight, de- you know, whatever you do, you get flight yeah, you, you radio to the, the tower, tower or, or whatever, the FAA, yeah. Yeah. and uh, he asked them questions about something he had just seen overhead. Have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us that, I hate to say this, looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us. 
Yeah, and the interesting huh. thing about that is neither the airline nor Sky Harbor nor anybody involved denies that that happened. Usually when that happens, it's like, you know, weather balloon or right. some sort of thing. But, I mean, look, I think we're in a position now, I think maybe because we have Perseverance on Mars that we're like, yeah, it could be anything. Maybe they've sent somebody over to look at us. Right, exactly. Who knows? They're checking out what's going on. What's scarier? Looking out your airplane window and seeing the engine explode, like just what recently happened, or seeing a long black cylindrical object matching your speed flying above you. Ah, uh, the engine on fire. I'm going to go with the engine on fire because right. we don't know if they're friendly or not. And, <laughs> but I, I think I think there's something out there. I just think it's weird to believe that, that the infinite is the universe is infinite, but life is only on this one rock. So, look, if they've been able to come and check us out um, and they saw us land our Mars lander with a, with a parachute... We're going to make great pets. <laughs> we're going to be, we'll be hamsters on the wheel is what we're going to be. And yesterday, the uh, the sheriff, I guess, put a lid on the Tiger Woods investigation. The deputy on scene assessed the condition of Tiger Woods, and there was no evidence of any impairment whatsoever. He was lucid, no order of alcohol, no evidence of any uh, medication, narcotics, or anything like that that would uh, bring that into question. So that was not a concern at the time. So therefore... Obviously, no field sobriety test and no uh, DRE drug recognition expert needed to respond to uh, do any further assessment of that. This is what it is, an accident. Okay. Yeah, interesting. I, I bet you representatives from Tiger Woods are going to start investigating whether or not they should file libel charges or slander charges against some of the sports reporters that, that mentioned that Tiger was you know, addicted to painkillers and speculated that this might have well, been an intoxicated event. Right. I mean, as long as they didn't say anything that was untrue... Then or, they'll be okay. I still say it's weird. But no, if they no skid marks, no, I know. no swerve marks, but it, if, it is strange. What if they speculated something and that caused one of his sponsors to walk away from him? Or causes him to not be allowed to do a tournament? I mean, if he loses revenue over this thing and there's no real reason for that to have happened other than speculation, you know. Cha-ching! Not being attorney, I cannot comment on I, these matters. I bet he's got some good lawyers, does that, Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. At least divorce attorneys. Now, normally, we wouldn't do such a thing. We don't really celebrate celebrity birthdays no. every day. Yeah, but this is no normal celebrity. But, no. yeah, when you have an American treasure celebrating a birthday, it needs to be notated. A heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy Ric Flair! Like Ric Flair. And to cap last night's events, as I walked out of New York City today, every woman within a hundred yards was hollering, here comes the boss. And Bruce Springsteen was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> what, I, what I love is both the speech impediment and the blood alcohol level that are present <laughs> in, that, in that little piece of audio. I he will is say the this. greatest of all time. That's you right. Can, you can name any wrestler you want, and Ric Flair is better than he is. And Tom Brady has seven world championships. That is nine shy of the number that <laughs> Ric Flair collected in his illustrious career. So when you use the term GOAT, you mm -hmm. understand you got to walk the walk. I think we all need to remember, everybody needs to remember that last year, Ric Flair spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one end of this country to the other than you made. So in three, two, one, woo! Happy birthday to the nature boy, Ric Flair. And tomorrow, same time, we'll again do the big three at nine. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work.
with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.